All right, what up, what up, what up? This is Those Heathens Over There with Talk 12, but it seems like a spur of the moment, so we really ain't got nothing planned to talk about. Got myself, Demarcus Black. Hello, this is Miss Diana Dertry. How are you all? Hey, everybody, it's Vic Damone. And it's DBE, was good. All right, so most of us are here, so we're just going to go ahead and run it. I'd like to start okay. off by saying, one, I'm still alive. Post two weeks of that COVID vaccine, the shot, the second shot, so still good, no issues, still kicking. I've been thinking oh. about getting it, but I've been fighting it. I mean, you know, hey, you ready? Whenever you ready, you ready. And if you never get ready, that's fine, man. But the problem is that most of the people I talk to, they like the first one was one and good. But mm -hmm. now that they had the second one, these motherfuckers laid out. Now that worked. Yeah, I got a couple of people who are on the second dose and they look like death and they're like, it's not worth it. I'm going to go home. I haven't they're, seen uh, my counterpart in about two days. Man, they need it. They need to work. That immune system ain't what, it, what it's supposed to be then. Like, I pretend to be down for the count just so I can stay at home if you need me to, but I don't want to be down there. Yeah, but I'd rather get the other two different companies than I would with Moderna if there was an option, like Johnson & Johnson or with the Advisor. Advisor. They have less side effects. And if you got like a, a compromised immune system, like I do, I'm pretty sure that if I get the shot, I'm going to be down for more than just two days. So it's the main reason why I'm like, mm, I'll pump the brakes. I'll just wait. Okay. But yeah, no, I'm, I'm good. Luckily, I, I didn't have any issues. A few folks I did know, like y'all said, that were a little fucked up. But aside from that, just normal. Where I got the shot, it was a little sore. And that's about it. All right. Well, that's that's good. That ain't that ain't too bad. But I'm sure I'll I'll jump out there and get it sooner or later. I just hope that obviously for that second one I'm I'm still good. Okay. So I actually do have a topic I did want to mention. I'm just gonna throw it out there and whoever wants to take the ball and go with it, by all means please do. At what age you would say you started thinking about your actual health and the importance of doing certain things, i.e. eating right, exercising, etc. Honestly, I think this would be a good topic for Vic and probably uh, Diana because I still don't take my health seriously. <laughs> I can't believe you just threw me underneath the bus like, oh, my God. Listen, huh? you be you be in there. You be doing like activity stuff and keeping in shape like I, look, you're good. Every time I see Diana in the gym, she looked like she just ran five marathons. And then I, 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 and then I'm looking in there. I don't even got a drop of sweat on me. And if I was in there, I would not, I, not only would I not have a drop of sweat on me, I'd probably walk in there with a Big Mac in one hand, biting it, getting ready to get the weights. Yeah. But I do, I do see Miss Dirt Tree every time. So I know she goes all the time because I don't go. Well, I'm trying now, but I don't go much. But every time that I am in there, it's guaranteed that I'm going to see her. <laughs> I don't know. I think uh, I think a lot of people take their their health seriously after some form of major event, right? Like just like anything else, you know. There's 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 some significant event that happens, and you realize like, oh, I have to do something, right? And I'm not sure what it is, but they got to do something. I think I really started taking my health seriously when I noticed all the health complications my father was having. And right. uh, I just said, you know, like, I don't I don't want to go through that at a time in my life where I feel like that should be all the enjoyment, like done working, fully retired. Like, you know, you want to take a cruise, you go take a cruise. You want to go do something, you go do something. 
but he's had a lot of a lot of complications over the past probably uh, 10 years, you know, that have just stopped him from being able to do that. And that was when I really took a serious look at what I was doing. So right around right around my late 20s is when I really started, like, going to the gym, exercising more. Uh, I wouldn't say I was eating healthy, but I was definitely making better choices with the food that I was eating. Still probably overeating. Hey, I'd rather eat too much salmon than too much pizza. You know what I mean? So, I like how he was real specific. I mean, yeah, back to the pizza again. Yeah, that's that's why that's why I said it. That's why I said it. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, I'd, I'd rather have a handful of almonds than a handful of uh, popcorn. Yeah. See, that's and that's why I said this wasn't this wasn't my topic, right? Yeah. This wasn't my topic. I did see I, I did see you, Mr. Black. You did make some uh, bomb ass chicken sandwiches the other day, giving Popeyes a run for their money. So, kind of hoping again I was closer because I would have uh, would have loved to have tried one of them things. So that yeah, so that that was like a uh, what they call that uh, a cheat cheat because uh, the uh, that wasn't even my idea. The wife had got from a friend that like, hey, mm-hmm. if you don't want to go to you know Chick Fil A or whatever, you can get these these ingredients from these specific places and it, it tastes relatively almost the same. I was like, all right, cool. So we got some um, chicken breast that was already done from like Audi's or, or, or Target or something. We got right. these fancy brioche buns from Audi's and then we had to get the, um, obviously the, the Chick-fil-A sauce from obviously, you know, Chick-fil-A, but right. uh, it okay. worked out. I mean, I threw that in the air fryer, pieced it all together and we was, we was in there. The, uh, my son was mad because he only got one. I had like two. My daughter well, had look at two. You. you got an air fryer? <laughs> of course, man. I've had oh, an air fryer for yeah, a while now. He's had it for a minute. We talked about this. And extra. But I heard those things are awesome. <laughs> Listen, they are. And, but I, yeah, feel like, I feel like it handicaps my kids because all they want to do is air fry stuff. They don't get up and actually cook. Even though we've to- showed them how to cook, they don't actually get up and cook. How, how is air frying not cooking, though? Bro. For me, cooking is the sensation of getting ingredients, mixing them, prepping the stove to warm the pan, putting a little oil on the pan, you know, sprinkling some sea salt and some other things onto it, watching it simmer, smelling that stuff rise. If I'm throwing mm-hmm. something in the air fryer, bro, I'm pretty much just microwaving it. Like, I, I mean, I, yes, it's getting fried, but I'm just throwing it in there, setting the timer, hitting start and walking the fuck away. Man, you still got to get the seasonings just, right and your, you know, your preparation. Bro, still ain't, no, be ain't, no, ain't nobody doing all that in the fucking Well, one, you may want to get yourself a second hobby over here giving erotic stories for cookbooks <laughs> right now. First, like, first, <laughs> first of all, I'm trying to understand why you think me explaining cooking is erotic, but okay. you, you, you over here add like, oh, these extra sea salt sites, like seasonings. I was like, Listen, okay, you, you, and, you, you didn't talk about putting the oil in the pan. You didn't give us step you, one through step eight. I love food and things that pertain <laughs> to the preparation of. I yeah. see, I see, I see. I, I, I'm not knocking it. I'm just saying, if if you ever get tired of this whole uh, podcast thing, you could absolutely Listen, go be one of those readers for Audible. You got while it. I was while I was explaining, like sprinkling seasonings on it, you I literally did it. it. I no, I didn't picture it. I put my hand up like that dude, the little the, the agent. The salt bay, yeah. bay. And I and I, I did just I did that when we were. Doing I was going to ask you. That's how you, dro- you throw your little sea salt on it. I that. do, man. I do now. <laughs> So, so it brings me back though to, to <laughs> what you said last talk, where you said, you know, not really that you were trying to like lose weight, but you said that you talked to Wayne. Wayne said, "Hey, you got to drop the sugar bugs." 
and you were like, I don't know about all that. You basically didn't take any of his any of his had uh, my sugar bugs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Once, yeah, I, yeah. When I when I when I was doing the editing, I realized yeah. that you you got super offended. Like I like you were like you like so. You just said fuck Wayne, huh? And I was like, God damn! Like, yeah, I did. Okay, it's my life, motherfucker. But, but, but what I'm saying is, you had these aspirations to be uh, essentially an Instagram model because you said once you get these this six pack, it's a wrap. Yeah, but, but it's not. But it's, but it don't sound like you even trying to make bro, any steps that's, towards that's that. Either. That's a false aspiration. That's not a real aspiration for me. I don't want to be out there with my with my eight pack out showing nobody. I'm, I'd rather be sitting there. On the beach eating a fucking burger. <laughs> God damn, man. He ain't lying. He ain't lying. Brother, that's what I'm saying. When y'all sit here and y'all talk about this, y'all like, oh man, y'all so healthy. I like that. Like y'all aspirations are to look good and be healthy. I want to just be fat and just like just just lay there and just eat some shit sometimes. And the wife yeah. be like, you ain't right. I'm like, maybe. But I've never been fat before. Let's try some YOLO. YOLO. Mm-hmm. So, so my, my thing, my thing is, you can't do nothing. So so I guess I guess where I'm trying to get at with the topic though wasn't really like really talking about being fat. I guess I guess it was more of like being healthy. Oh. The reason, <laughs> like man, they one and the same. What you talking about? I, I know, I know. Like, I'm, I'm talking. I'm talking like like having like some something that you know like life threatening stuff. But here's but I mean? here's the like, thing, and I, and I get what you're saying, and I think I think Vic hit the nail on the head. Like a lot of people don't go that extra mile mm-hmm. until something happens. And, uh, you know, you know, God willing, luckily, I have been good enough at certain points in my life where I've never had any major illnesses or any major, like, accidents or incidents. I've never been a T-nice and got hit by a car. And, you, know, <laughs> you know, I've never, that's never happened to me, you know? So in my mind, I'm walking I've around. I've seen that coming a mile away, but, too, man. That's what I'm saying. But in my mind, I'm walking around, I'm walking around, the earth like bruce willis from unbreakable right yeah so i'm just like i'm living that until something happens to me so 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 if if i eat some fried pickles tonight and i wake up in a coma tomorrow i mean then i'm like you know what you know what lord i guess it's time you you rang the bell you told me you told me it's time it's gonna be hard though it's gonna be real hard though i'm i ain't gonna lie to you because i I, I, i'm like yeah you create habits you create yeah. eating habits and you create exercise habits and you create, you know, just different, different habits, right? Things you're doing throughout your daily life. You have like a, their little habit forming. One of the bad things for me is I wake up at, uh, at four twenty-five to get ready to go to the gym. Mm. So it's Saturday, nope. it's Saturday morning for me. Oof. And at four twenty-four, I rolled over and I was like, it's Saturday. I'm trying to go back to sleep. Right. But you know, my body is like, okay, it's time to do something. You know, we're we're ready to be active. Uh. You know, same same thing with eating. If I have uh, if I go get a fast food burger or something like that, it's greasy. I eat it and I feel like crap for like three hours. You know, I just want to sit still. I don't want to do anything. Right. But if I have like a, a healthier choice, you know, I feel good. My body feels my body feels right. Creating those habits too. You know, that's why when uh, when you had mentioned you were thinking about changing your sleep regimen. Demarcus, you know, I was like, oh, okay, you know, let's let's see how that goes. You know, like I'm interested to see how his body reacts to this change and creating a new habit. That's why I say I feel like I'm living like I'm a, still a teenager because, yes, I may have joked about being fat, but I'm 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 really not. I might have a little pudge. I'm, I'm really not fat. And, <laughs> He's skinny fat. Yeah, and then the fact that like all the all the things that you guys 
are talking about, like, I can do no problem. I can get up. I can run four miles. I can run six miles and have no problem. Come back. Cool. Come back. Probably grab some food. Do what I do. Right. So it's like in my mind, I'm still at that phase. And, and then again, we already know my sleep hours are, are crazy, but I still function. I still function relatively well. So I haven't mm-hmm. seen any major drawbacks from how I'm currently living my life or the habits that I've established, like like Dick was mentioning. So now, therefore, in my mind, I have no need or reason or want to change. Right. Now, let me ask you this. You haven't you haven't seen any drawbacks of what you're calling drawbacks, but you haven't changed anything to see the benefits and those benefits would then be drawbacks for living the lifestyle you're currently living. Does that make sense? So like right now you're, you're living the way you are and you feel fine, right? You don't have any complications. You're, you're not experiencing anything negative. What I'm saying is what if you took a month and changed that to a, what you would consider a healthier standard of living. Mm-hmm. And I bet you would see some benefits, right? Those benefits, if you went back to, the way you're living currently, they would then be drawbacks. You see? I see what you're saying. So th- here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to hit you with this. All right? I'm not going to fix what ain't broken. Okay? <laughs> so I'm not I'm not trying to go out and set myself on some awesome path to be amazing. And I'm like, oh, shit, I'm amazing now. I was all fucked up in the past. I'm going to live this life. I'm not trying to do that. I'm okay right now. I got friends who are my age that are having, like, their backs are like, you know, what do you call it? when you Oh, your back spasms or your back go out. They having heart mm-hmm. heartburn. They have they can't even walk up steps. They're breathing. And they're not even fat. They just out of shape. Like these are the things, these little micro, small, mini things are the things I'll be looking for. And I'm like, oh, I ain't got none of that, man. Hey, you wanna go run? Mm-hmm. You, you wanna run 10 miles right now? I'll run 10, 10 miles right now with you. And I'll I no, do I it. I, and, and I, and I say this, I say this with no no joke intended. There's there's nothing funny about it. Uh, I have a good friend of mine. She recently lost her husband to a heart attack. The dude was 39 years old. Oh, man. You know, and and it hits hard, you know, because it's it's unexpected. And, and you were just, you know, I know you had a little adjust in it, you know, but you're like, hey, the man upstairs says sometimes he don't he don't say you get to go back and try it again. Yes. And um, and that's that's what I'm saying. Like, we may not see the severity of the damage that we're causing clogged arteries, uh, cholesterol buildup, the onset of diabetes and things like that, because we wake up and nothing's wrong today. You know what I mean? That's I, what I said like give give go get your cholesterol levels checked. Go get those things done and change your lifestyle for one month and and get tested again and see the improvements. But I don't, I don't have high cholesterol. Okay. But what this is All what right. I'm saying to you. I get what you're saying and you are very proactive in how you say it, but I have you're you're going to die whether it be today or tomorrow. Yeah, you're right. We, you, you're born to die. That's you going start to happen. The moment you're born. That's going to happen. Yes, it's but I choose. I choose what I want to do with my life in that period of time. So if at, at this point in time, in my life, I do not choose to work out four days a week or eat right. I'm not going to. Like those aren't my aspirations. Those aren't things that I care about right now. And again, it's my life to live for however long I'm allowed to live it. You, you're correct. Mm, that's a dollar. Uh, the whole dollar. One hundred. I thought about that. <laughs> hey, you, so, you, <laughs> damn it, man! You're right. You're right. Like, there's, there's not an argument to that, and in a sense of like right or wrong or what have you, you're one hundred percent gonna live the life you want to live. Um, I think why it, why it hits home 
for me is because I'm seeing in different in different people's lives that I've known that have recently passed away, um, what's left behind all for basically simple choices, you know, sim- simple choices would have prolonged their life and the, the experiences they have and uh, and the people that they love and, and how they they interact. Right. But because that person chose to live the way they wanted to live, knowing that it was unhealthy. And don't get me wrong. These guys, these people were making choices a little bit more grave than yours. Right. I'm not saying you're about to wake up, passed away tomorrow, but, you know, they could have corrected any of these decisions they were making and had a, a much longer life with more enjoyment. That's all. And I, I hear you, but it's their choice. It was their choice. I get it. There are after effects and all this good stuff, but it was their choice, their their life. Yes, our lives are intertwined with a hundred different people. That's sweet. That's nice. That's great. But that was theirs. They made the choices that they wanted to. You're right. Well, you brought you did bring up a great point, Vic, in the very very beginning when I asked the question when you mentioned uh, hereditary, and mm-hmm. the 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 follow on question that I have to ask: How many of us in general have looked at what family members, you know, especially the, you know, your mother, your father or, or, or whatever, what they or their family members, like their parents have had that could potentially, you know, carry on to you or, you know, besides like seeing a family member going through something like what's a potential thing that can hit you later on in life or even now, and you know, in your thirties or, you know, early forties that, you know, you really don't think about and that's something that I can honestly say that I haven't even thought about, you know, up until recently, like, oh, like, wow. Yeah, I do have, you know, family members on this on my dad's side that, you know, suffered from this and on my mom's side and to include my mom having this, this and that. And I guess, you know, when you're younger, you really don't think about those things. And as you kind of grow, grow older, you start paying attention a little more at the doctor's appointments and they start saying, all right, uh, you know, what what has any of your family members suffered from X, Y, or Z? And you're like, yep, that, or no, none of that, or whatever the case is. So the, the question is, you know, how many people have actually taken that into consideration? Well, that's important. You know, like I said, I, I, I've looked at it a few different, few different ways, just trying to make sure that uh, I'm mitigating anything I can mitigate. Mm-hmm. To the Marxist point, hey, we're all going to go. Nobody, nobody wins this game called life. We all end up in the same spot, right? Right. It's just how we choose to get there. And um, I look at it from a point of I want to try and and make the journey last as long as possible and enjoy it while I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, I, I don't have a ton of salt. I don't push a bunch of sugar. I don't, you know, everything, everything I try and do is in, in somewhat of a moderation. You know, yeah, and that's which just is that's good. Just which is good, man. Which is good. It's real good. Diana's quiet as hell right now. <laughs> I I didn't say anything for a reason. I like how you assume that I am very healthy. I am a hundred percent not. My bad. You're just, so, just extremely skinny. You could have so on this. So I just, just I ch- I chuckle because I can see where. Victim on is coming from because I'm very athletic. Um, um, I love to, I'm energetic. I like to be outside. I like to stay active. Um, I've got 
one kid who is nonstop. So he matches uh, my energy for wanting to get out and go do things. And what are we doing next? And what's the next 5K? And when's the next soccer yeah. game? And when can you enroll me in the next jiu-jitsu? So he's all over the place, which kind of keeps me at his level. The problem is, is on the flip side of that coin, I am 100% DeMarcus. I eat whatever the hell I want to eat. There are sugar bugs. I will be patenting this. There is no logic to what I eat. I will go to whatever said store and I will buy a half a sheet of cake and I will eat that yeah, and be content with it. Um, <laughs> you were like five, you were like five six. Uh, <laughs> probably. I don't know. I don't know. You can give or take. Give or take. Right there, five five to five six, and you're like a hundred and six pounds. Yeah, about five six, a hundred and six pounds. Right, so. I, I've eaten healthy, right? I've, <clears throat> I've I've tried the healthy kick. I've, I've I eat you know salmon when I can. I'm a big fan of that. Uh, my husband cooks very well. He cooks every night, a hundred percent every night, and he tries to keep everything healthy. But um, I don't have any rhyme or reason, and I can speak to Demarcus's point about you know your lifestyle is what you choose to follow, but I also understand from Vic Damone's point that you can mitigate these things. I have an autoimmune disease, and with that being said, being active is key. The days that I take off from uh, doing things because I get into a spell uh, are very hard for me because my body is pretty much attacking itself, but if I'm staying active, it it sees it as like, you know, that's the fuel to keep moving. But as soon as I decide to miss a day's worth of, you know, going to go PT or uh, I miss doing uh, something active outside that next two to three days, it, it takes me out for a while. And it's really hard to recover. Uh, not to say that, you know, the autoimmune disease was the contributing factor, but the fact that that has happened has made me more aware of the fact that I do need to stay active, that I do need to take a little bit more time into seeing about ways to, to eat healthy, but you can't undo habits that you've been doing for 30 some odd years. Very hard to backtrack that. So, you know, it's a daily struggle to decide on if I'm wanting to eat the grilled shrimp with the vegetables or if I want to go get six Little Debbie snack cakes because that's what I'm feeling like right now, <clears throat> which is why <laughs> I laughed at the both of you because I can see from both sides of this that you, you choose your destiny and that destiny can be something that ultimately could put you in an earlier grave or that destiny could be, you know, you prolonging your life. So that's kind of where I'm, I haven't figured it out yet. I'm still working through it. I'm pretty sure that I'm just a small fat person inside for sure. Um, and my family's history is uh, spotted. I, I can't tell you what is past my mother and I can't tell you what's past my father so at this point, I, there may be some underlying issues that you know, may come about in the future, but you do have the ability to make those choices. I'm just not completely on board with making a 360-degree change. So it'll be a little baby steps. Listen, Small I baby steps. 
I don't want to make it to 105 and have my grand and great great grandkids making a damn YouTube video of me blowing out some goddamn camp. Oh, I said 75 me. and I was good with that, but I'm you good know. with that too. I'm good. That's yeah. what I'm saying. I don't I don't want to be Captain America. I don't want to live through the ice age. I'm good. Okay. I know a certain age I would like to make it. And if we do, cool. If we don't. But uh, for my mom's side, I don't, I don't, I'm not tracking there's any issues. Uh, my dad has had one stroke, uh, but also there is alcoholism that runs on his side. So those are the, some of the things that I should be consider, uh, concerned with. All right. Hey, we're over here talking about healthy. I'm going to eat some of this uh, banana. Broccoli? Clinks. No, Clinks. Bana Clinks. Banana, banana and chocolate bread. Yep. I had some banana bread with some chocolate chips in it and baked that up. And it's amazing. <laughs> you baked it? Well, man, don't worry about me. <laughs> you know, I'm just saying. I want to. You said you baked it. You baked. I didn't know you baked, man. That's good. Yeah, I didn't know you baked. There's a lot of things y'all don't know about me. Okay. I mean, you still haven't confirmed, but okay. Thank you. I know, right? He, you've been. You avoided this. <laughs> yeah. You didn't yeah, really confirm yeah. that you baked it, but we we support you in your decisions. Yeah, hey, I bake a little bit. Okay, that's good, man. Expand, expand the profile. You know, got to have a portfolio that's capable of, of more than one thing. Yeah, bullets and banana bread. You got it. Hey, my man, <laughs> my man. So, so Vic, do you have? Um, and I know you said you overeat, right? But do you have like when you do eat something that's unhealthy? Is there like a go-to for you? Oh man, tons of things. It depends on where I'm at. Okay. So well, I mean, I, you 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 at home right now, and it's it's Sunday, and you cheating? No, well, one, it's not a cheat. Like I said, I, I try and do things in moderation. Not everything I have is is the best choice. You know, when uh, yeah, when Diana mentioned she was going to eat her her Debbie snacks, you know, mm -hmm. like I'll, I'll sit down and and do uh, a dozen fresh baked chocolate chip cookies and a oh, glass man. of whole milk. You know. Um, the thing is, is like how how to not make that the only thing, right? So sometimes my my snack will be celery and carrots, yep, and peanut butter. And other times, like right now, this banana and chocolate bread is uh is my snack and a glass of whole milk. DBE said, to, "Nice though. It must be nice to be able to drink milk." DBE oh, said, "Yep," but I feel like that motherfucker sit down and eat some celery and some carrots. He start crying. I feel like you be you feel like you punishing yourself. Like I can't even put dressing, no dressing. Oh man. <laughs> like it's torture. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> all, all they feed me is vegetable sticks. <laughs> so, so why am I doing this to myself? I want to be better. <laughs> <laughs> he's sitting in the corner crying as he's dipping it into the to the ranch. Mm. Yeah, he, he tell me some summer body. Summer body. Summer body. Stop. <laughs> I, I got a summer body, just not the typical one. That's it. It's a summer body though. Someone hey. like it. Look, I got look, I got more than some of a body. <laughs> I got a whole one. <laughs> Stupid. Oh my goodness. Well, at least, yeah. you know, whatever works for you, whatever floats your boat. As long as you are confident in your decisions, I think it's fine. So I'll be honest with you. I'm a, I'm a, I, for a good week, for a good week, I did drop the sugars and I did stretch and I did 
do exercises throughout the day, every day. And then the wife tricked me into juicing because she was downstairs juicing and she asked me to help her. Wait, what, kind of, what kind of what kind of juice like like steroids? No, juicing like celery and oh, oh. steroids. This motherfucker says steroids. <laughs> like a like a kombucha. As much as much okay. as we talk about exercise, a steroid would not only be a waste of money. You still got to put in the work, bro. You just can't take a shot and then you just look right. like Debo. God damn. I think, I think DBE is like, no, just give me the shot. At this point, I just need you to put me in the time machine. Hit me you with the shot. You should have told him to mix that with that fucking vaccine. You know, just mix it up. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> I was just, I was like juicing. Uh, I guess that's a common thing. I, I was, All right. So the fact is. that you went to a steroid is kind of alarming. So this guy did it did it good for a week, and he said, "Fuck it, I'm I'm on a roll. Yeah. Let me get so, this shot of steroids." You had DBE very scared and thinking we may have to do an intervention. I'm just, I'm just glad he was concerned. I'm just glad he was really concerned. He had me scared because that was the first thing that came to his mind. God, yeah, he just went high. He just went high. Look, so you, hey, you I was, up. I, I, I was looking at Demarcus. I'm like, yeah, man, some carrot juice. Put a little ginger exactly, in it. Exactly, you know, exactly. Hey, have some apple juice. You I know, just you had to verify, man. No, you did not have to verify, man. You ain't know. You ain't know. He did not you know. out of that house he with no idea. Know. Make sure you use clean needles, buddy. I don't want nothing to happen to you. <laughs> yeah, looking like Pookie and shit from fucking right. New Jack City. Listen, so I'm going to get back to this. All right, yeah, so the wife tricked me in juicing. She she was downstairs. She asked me to help. So I'm throwing some kale in the thing. I'm throwing some carrots in the thing. And she, yeah. had me, she had me taste it. Kale and all. Good job. That's, no, that shit wasn't mine. I was like, nothing green. My shit don't be green. She had two green juices, and then she had two orange ones. And I drank the I drank, I tasted the green one. It was disgusting. And I tasted the orange one, and it was good. So I started juicing myself. So I, I put some carrots. I put a lemon. I put some apples. Um, and then I put some ginger. Now, unannounced to me, I didn't know ginger was spicy. So I over-gingered that thing. And mm. I'm sitting here drinking hot juice. <laughs> and the wife was like, what's hot juice? And I gave it to her, and she drank it. And she's like, oh, God. I was like, yeah, I didn't know. You should have told me. I didn't know. You didn't know that ginger was spicy? Oh, I no. did not. Oh, I you set not. yourself up. That probably was a... It, it was. And so I messed up the first one, but I fixed the second one. What did you put in there? Uh, so she had the whole like, thing in there. She had like a whole like like whole brand new like fresh root, and so I like cut it in half, and I was like, "Bloop!" <laughs> you said half. Oh, you really yeah. took that to a whole nother level. That yeah. <laughs> I like. I took a sip and I started coughing instantly. Like if I had like <laughs> like like some tequila, I was like. <clears throat> I'm going to have to let that one go, man. You're just going to have to go ahead. And, uh, we're going to start from scratch. No, I didn't, I didn't waste it. I added some water, and I kept moving. Uh, hell no. Nah. probably might as well have gotten heartburn from how much ginger you put in that. I'm just saying, man. So that I yeah, so like, cleared the, you out. Huh? The first batch was horrible. The second batch came out good, and I sipped on it through that week. So I was I, I, I thought I was doing something. And then I came I came home, and there's cakes. <laughs> Where it's at? Right there. They set me back. Can't go wrong with cakes. You can look at that. You can look at that two ways. Yeah, but yeah, yeah you can't go wrong I'm with cakes. Not, I'm not gonna ask. I'm not even gonna ask. <laughs> <laughs> did ask me. I'd be I'd be scared as hell after that last comment you made. Look, I'm gonna eat it either way. <laughs> I was waiting on it. Oh, hey, because 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 you know why? Because it's moist. Mm. <laughs> 
Okay. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> so between moist cake and juicing, we got a lot of problems. Ain't nothing wrong with either one. Hey, Demarcus, I just had to make sure, man. You know, I mean, I listen, man. I feel like I feel like at no point in our conversation did I actually show you that I had hit a wall or I was super depressed. So I don't know how you hit, you went that far. It's like, oh, so you you juicing now? Well, because if you were juicing, man, I was about to say it ain't, wor- <laughs> it ain't working, buddy. Like <laughs> you, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> you got sold some fake shit, man. I'm like, fuck you, man. I'm like, it take a while. The fact that he asked very cautiously, though, like when we replay this later, you need to say how slow Listen, he asked that question. I am because he ain't asked it cautiously. He asked it like he was confused and he didn't know he wasn't certain. <laughs> so he was like, I'm um, dip my toe in his water. What do you mean? Do you mean? Steroids. I'm like, oh. Because <laughs> that's against the law, buddy. <laughs> Oscar, why are you such a grouch? Because <laughs> I live in a fucking trash can. <laughs> you talking about steroids? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Oh, shoot. Hey, you know what, Marcus? I'm glad you're not taking steroids, buddy. Oh, I'm glad I'm not gosh. either, man. Thank I'm you. I'm glad Jesus. you're not either. This is too oh, much. Man. I wouldn't even know how to broach that subject, though. Like, oh, however, man. I feel like if I was taking it, that would cause more um, health issues than benefits. I think, yes. Yeah, especially, yes. Yes. You responded. You responded way too short. Yes. Yes. And then he thought, wait a minute, let me redact what I just said. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm." Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what? So I redacted what I said because (laughs) while we while we are recording, uh, there are some things that we talk about that that we don't bring up in the in the in the recordings while we're doing this. And it was a conversation we were having earlier about uh, different means of birth control. Birth control mm-hmm. and uh, the effects that steroids have on your testicles. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I decided. Well, that might act, well, I mean, but if you want that <laughs> adverse reaction, and I guess instead of the opposite, the, the, nah, the nah, operation nah. itself, nah. Then that could nah. be a route. Nah. Nah. Why I paused? All right. So since he since yes, he said yes, this, I see I'm this now. Bag. I see. I see. I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and let it out the bag. Your boy oh, you gonna let it out the bag? Your boy getting neutered at the end of the month. Oh, when you say when you say that word, it does sound sad. <laughs> it does, right? <laughs> when you say vasectomy, it sounds scientific. When you say neutered, I'm like, oh, that dog, that dog out yeah. there, that dog ain't in a fight. Yeah. He got a cold so, on his head. You gonna get yeah, your nuts clipped? So, so listen, man. You know, I, I'm at that age. I got, you know, I got kids. There's, How there's many? no reason. No, you ain't got me. kids. You got adults. Yeah, I got adults and I got a baby. Terrible, terrible. Today, actually, you know what? <laughs> let me, let me, let me say this right quick. My two year old today, we went out to eat, and uh, actually, Diana, one of your coworkers saw me today while we were eating. So if you hear anything on Monday about my badass daughter, uh, or he's like, yeah, there was this badass kid we were eating lunch the other day. That was my daughter. Yeah, it really took me back, and I really like had an out-of-body experience, and I was like, see, I did this to myself. But anyway, <laughs> so 
where this whole vasectomy thing came from. So last year, before this COVID thing sprung up, I was like, right, I'm going to get it done. I have no more aspirations of having kids. I've been married to my wife for over 10 years. I don't want her to take half. All these things came into my Ain't mind. She, so, I'm pr- so I'm pretty much stuck with her. She's still able half, to take half, though, right? One half, Eddie. Yeah. She, yeah, she, she, yeah. Was with a bone in your mouth. <laughs> so, so all these things came to my mind. And then, no shit, like maybe my appointment was at like the end of March. I can't remember exactly. It's almost been a year. And uh, I get the call, and they're like, hey, we shut down all elective surgeries. And vasectomy being one of those. So I, I couldn't get it done. So I completely forgot about it because we were stuck at the house anyway and, you know, really couldn't do much. And where it sprung up again was my old lady said, I, I am getting off birth control. And I said, whoa, it took me back. I'm like, whoa, well, we need to find a permanent solution. So as we talked about in the group, pretty much everyone kind of, well, at least understood where my old lady was coming from when she said, Hey, I pushed out the babies. Yeah. I'm not doing anything else. I'm not going to for you to stop pushing them in, huh? Yeah, exactly. Right. Uh They're just going to be, it ain't going to be nothing. But so she, she brings this up. So immediately, like, I want to say like the next day I called and I'm like, Hey, you know, what is the process for this? You know, um, I heard elective surgeries was a thing, whatever. I got the way forward. And uh, as of right now, your boy on the 31st uh, is going to go get a little burning action and then uh, a little snip snip. And um, I'm proud of you. Well, congratulations. Yeah. Get yourself a bag of peas and some cowboy boots because you're going to yeah. be walking a certain type of way for a bit. But congrats. Yeah, man. And then hey. I'm going to go to this consultation and see what they're selling. And then I might just make a decision. I don't know. I know. I know a few people who've gotten it reversed, too. Oh, no, 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 no. Demarcus, if you want, man, I could FaceTime you on the 31st. First of all, you go to hell. Don't do that. Don't do that. I'm expecting, I'm expecting if I get it done, these motherfuckers are going to put me to sleep. Don't even let me be awake. What if they say, what if they say, hey, we'd like to let you cut your baby's umbilical cord. They go, hey, do you want to cut your valves? No, they don't put you under, man. Now, I said I would want them to. I know oh, they don't, unfortunately. Okay, yeah, they give you a Valium pill, and that's about it. Ooh, Valium, that's still good. That's still good. I mean, it's not juicing, but it's it's up there. You should have heard, too. The dude, when I was on the phone, I was like, hey. He's like, hey, would you like, do you need anything? Would you like a, you know, we offer Valium, but you don't have to take it. I was like, oh, absolutely. I would love some. <laughs> But yeah, that's how, that's you how telling that's me that I can be high? Okay, well, yes, yeah. and yes. I want to be high. I want to be unconscious. Yeah, I want to so, be unconscious. I mean, you know, hey, you know what? I'll do you. I'll do you one better, man. I won't Facetime you. I won't put you through the horror. But I'll let you know how it turns out. Please you do to, anyway. So we got the volume and some stuff for the next couple of days. Uh-huh. We, got, uh, we got Frank in the in the group. He said, uh. Wow, interesting moment to listen in. He, I guess he caught us on the the, the recycling part. Oh, did he? Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man, we talk about real shit. I ain't trying life, to have no more babies. Life as it happens. Yeah. Ugh. Well, don't be trying to reverse it later. No, some, man, some people I'm do. Good. I don't think that you were going to be one of those people, but I know I, I know a dude went and had it. Had it. 
I'm done. Yeah. No, oh I'm my part gosh. Of the, I'm part of the fuck them kids crew, man. <laughs> That's your fault, though, bro. Fuck all these. Kids. I mean, but DB, you can't. Two years old, like you got a whole long time before you can do any of. Forget the kids. Your, what was your plans? What was your exit? I know. Like, God damn! Like <laughs> I'm gonna stay in for another eighteen. Like God damn. <laughs> I think I think what happened was I realized I, that all the older kids were going to be out of the house and I was going to be stuck with my old lady. So I'm like, "Fuck, figure something out right quick." I'll be doing the math. All right, I got a 16 year old and a 13 year old. I'm mm-hmm. counting down. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you're going to be wilding out in your 40s. You, yeah, facts. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I did wilding see that all one meme. Way. I did see that one meme or something like that. It's like, hey. I didn't party or nothing like that real hard in my twenties, so when uh-huh. I'm out in my forties, don't be looking my direction. <laughs> Those are worse. If I got to abs? the heart, if I'm forty and I got abs, oh lord, I'm out there. <laughs> no abs. No abs. Hey, hey listen, look, we got a couple of years, all right? Let me tell you something. It's not a bad look. You know what I mean? It's not a bad look at all. Yeah. But the dad bod is the new is the new the new bot though. He say that while yeah. he's looking in the mirror right now. I've embraced it. Yeah, he got baby oil all over too. Oh my god! Hey, hey, you seen that? You seen that? Uh, it's, I can't remember which one of the Fast and Furious it is, right? Where the walk is walk, the rock. He's walking up. You mean you uh, walking up? Yeah. Hey, and then uh, uh, Tyrese said, "Oh, you better hide your baby oil." <laughs> he turned around and said, "You better hide that big ass forehead." You know, like hey, <laughs> people, people gonna hate. You know, people gonna hate. Yeah. <laughs> the say, sad thing is, I, oh my goodness! I have worked out with Vic Damone, and I will say that uh, about two days after is when my body completely stopped working for about a week and a half. Look, I will say that I have worked out with Vic Damone and DBE together, and it was comical. <laughs> Vic Damone is yelling at two grown ass men, "Keep up! Let's go!" With that. <laughs> And then so, I look around, and DBE sneaks the fuck away, and he can rest for a minute. And I'm sitting there getting yelled at. <laughs> you know who else is an absolute maniac when it comes to this type of stuff? Is T-Nice. Oh, I yeah. worked out with T-Nice doing hit. And I ended up in the emergency room on Trimadol. So at this point, I don't that's even want. He I'm is a beast. Like I cannot. He's like, why are you stopping? Whoa, whoa, can I get a water break? Like, yeah, I feel like I'm a denial from the workout, not from just eating bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, he a beast, man. He a beast. Hey, shout yeah. out to uh to T Nice and um May he fully recover. And SG, our top fan. SG. <laughs> Continuing the roast. We appreciate it, brother. <laughs> oh my goodness. I just realized I was like SG, and I was like, oh, okay. Mm. It's got to be like that sometimes, you know. He took it. He took it from the platform to the fucking workplace. I'm like, that's not it. You're not supposed to do that. Me. No, listen, see, that listen. ain't right. They got look. That, Come that on, man. <laughs> supposed to be open kimono. You're not supposed to take it back and use it as ammo. Poor, poor he's probably nice. trying to. He's probably trying to motivate him. Hey, man, you can't be missing no more. Came out there, came out there and said, "You know what? I heard something. Hey man, what you talking about, man? It's Monday morning. I don't got time for that, (laughs) bro, bro." SG hit me on the side and he's like, "Hey, I listened to the to to the to the talk. I started cracking up laughing. 
I went and roasted him for not being there listening to his roast. I was like, God <laughs> damn. Oh my goodness gracious. Hey, we need to have SG on here one day, man. See what he talking about. Yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. See, see, <laughs> see, what, see what he think about. It. Actually, we gotta put him through the ringer first. We can't just put him on here. Oh no, he's gotta be in the green room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we gotta see. That's, that, that's the yo, that's my my biggest fear is that we invite somebody on and they just go crazy. They just go start saying some crazy shit. And I'm like, we already say crazy shit. What are they gonna say? And they just say like, crazy. you can't even I can't you, mute them. You can't even cue like cue the filter and mute them. And yeah, at that point, it's it's a it's a it's a wild gun. Just go. They, just, yeah, they pull they pull a Kanye West and they tell him, uh, George Bush hates black people. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Uh. <laughs> can't you kick, can't you kick him out, Demarcus? Or nah? I can, right? I can definitely kick him out. Okay. Um, and then, like, if it's not live, I can edit it. But if yeah. it's live and they say that stuff and somebody listen, I'm like, well, I can't, I can't take that. One back. <laughs> you can't it's take away live. Live is out yep. there. Yep. Hey, you know, yeah. we should we should do it just to do it. Like, how much fun would it be just to have somebody just go go ham, just go nuts, and let's just see what that brings us because. We already know each other, you know, like, hey, we're going to talk about this. We're going to talk about that. The conversation just rolls. We all have a good time. But I want somebody to come in and just be like, you know, uh, Harambe was an inside job. You know, like, where did that come from? <laughs> I'm going to just literally, I'm gonna sit back here with my mic. Harambe? And I'm just you wear you Harambe? Rest <laughs> in peace. Wow. Oh, my goodness gracious. Oh, we can't do that. Because it could go so far left, it could go so far left. Oh man, I would want to see it only because I think I think Vic would talk him down. I think he would talk him off the ledge, hopefully, or whoever that person is, and we'd be good. But I'm gonna tell you what I'm not gonna do. I'm not gonna say shit. I'm gonna just I'm gonna just let it <laughs> muted like a motherfucker. And I'm like, God damn, look at this shit. Look at this. We done took a we done took a platform where we were supposed to be promoting good order, and we are just letting yeah. it loose. <laughs> If somebody come look at this, actually, could be somebody the end of the thoughts. That might actually be the end of the thoughts. DBE is correct. That <laughs> might be the nail in the coffin. Yeah, it might be. SSG is drinking milk out the bowl. Somebody come look at this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm not I ready. I don't, I don't I, think it'd be bad. I say let's do it. I oh say my God! Why are we coming up with these Look, things? This isn't it. All right, we just got to We got to get more uh, followers on live, and then we'll see where this goes. But why you want um, more followers on live? I feel like that's even more of a Russian roulette. But like, live is legit because last last talk we get like, live interaction. Like we can hear what they're thinking and thoughts, and it sounds legit. That's a dollar, by the way. All right, got it. <laughs> <laughs> and yet, you want to bring um, a noob who absolutely is going to do exactly that. And we've been yeah. trying to perfect this for how I'll long? I'll be, like, be like, don't say no names. You, you say, sir, ma'am, Miss Sir, ma'am. <laughs> that guy. Yeah. I'm for it. I'm for it. I, can, yeah, I mean... It would be interesting, but like uh, Demarcus said, I definitely will have my mic mute and just just watch this, watch this go. So the crazy part about this is like I realize that I have to be cognizant of like when I start talking, especially when I say names. Mm -hmm. But if we had T Nice here, T Nice just come in like blind, like he just starts yelling <laughs> people's names left and right. He yell his own name. I'm like, well, goddamn, bro. Hey. 
You know, you know, it's funny. I, I was thinking about some completely different subject. You, you realize like a year ago, we didn't realize it, but one, a year ago, this was like the last bit of normalcy we had. Yeah. And then, uh, that's when everything started changing. It, it made me think of it when you were talking about uh, getting your surgeries and stuff, you know, how everything started to shut down. And uh, what are your guys' thoughts? Do you think it's ever going to go back to the way it was? I don't um, think we can. I, I mean, I think that, you know, being able to go out and enjoy yourself at a restaurant and hopefully maybe a movie theater one day will probably come back. But I think that the force of being having the having to use technology so much that we have, I think that's opened up a lot of freedom for a lot of people to possibly start transitioning into working more from home and doing a lot of more virtual conferences and things like that, which I think is is amazing. Well, it's funny that you say that too, because uh, my mom, where she works, they they told her uh, telework is is ninety nine percent indefinite for you guys. Like you, it's gonna happen. Get used to it. We're, we are not going to go back to having you guys come into an office space. You're, you're just as uh, productive. You're maintaining the proficiency. Uh, uh, and, and it's uh, cheaper. It, and, and it really is. When you think about what you just said, like think of any big industry, big organization, right? They either buy or rent out office space. They got to keep the power running. They got to keep paper in the printers. They got all these things that they don't have to do right now. So I think the uh, I think the telework uh, model is definitely going to be something that we continue to see. But how you mentioned before, like, I, I want to go out to eat, man. I, I want to take my girl on a date where I don't have to worry about wearing a mask and, and uh, you know, all the other things. So I, I think it's a I think it's a weird what's well, a weird time that we're in. Oh. I think it, I think it's a weird time that we're in when somebody just sends me pictures of them working out on my phone like it's cool. <laughs> you know, I think a lot it's of videos, a lot of things like videos, that, a lot of a lot of things are, are meant to be motivational, uh different ideas, you know, we can share information now at such a rapid space. Uh I don't think there's anything wrong with that. You know what I mean? Neither none of us can keep up with anything that you're doing, Victor Mona. At this point, I'm just like, well, I I support him, but am I am I supposed to be what? I don't know. Half like, of I, the room is not even trying to do it. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that's and that's I don't even think I can do it. That's the problem. Like, hey, you can. He just you unsolicited sent me a video of workouts. You know what? Yeah. He did. He unsolicited. <laughs> I'm gonna send you some videos and watch of me working out. That's gonna yeah. be humorous. That's gonna be humorous as that is absolutely send that to everybody. To demotivate you. Cannot wait. This man gonna knock out one crunch and be like, all right, <laughs> break time. <laughs> That's we you said we're gonna do three sets, right? Okay, I'll get I'll get back here in a couple of minutes. I'll do my next one. Hey, you should you should roll up. You should send us a video or a, a picture, Demarcus, where you walking into a gym with a Big Mac. Oh, oh my goodness. Happen. Um, but listen, um, Frank said does this COVID era contribute to more anonymity on the same level as social media has done? I'm going to go look up the word anonymity. <laughs> so I'm glad I I'm had glad the call to it. actually say it. Yeah. He had to know. sound it out in his head and then he said it. I could, I could hear it. Yeah. Frank and intellectual, man. There's been a few times where I have to take a pause and like, what is he really saying? Oh, somebody going to look it up or we just anonymous. 
yeah, being anonymous. Yeah. There you go. So yeah, there you go. So oh, okay, I got you. So has the COVID area has the COVID era contributed more to being anonymous on the same level as social media? I mean, I don't think the social media really allows you to be. I mean, it does allow you to be somewhat anonymous, but I think most people are actually on social media to get their faces and their products and their uh, OnlyFans pages out there. Yeah, I think. Uh, well, no, I definitely no, not that piece. I agree with what Demarcus is saying. Um, it, I think it is absolutely not because you just. I, I have a Zumba. I'm a Zumba instructor, and I have. I'm in the process of getting my page up and running and doing virtual. So I don't think I'm really being anonymous and anonymous at that point because I'm trying to put myself out there because people can't make it to indoor classes. And if we're trying to continue with the social distancing and making sure that we're taking the uh, correct COVID measures, this is just another platform that helps me be able to reach some of the people who attend my class in person. So I think it's just opening up the doors for people to have the ability to still be able to maintain the things they do, but now reach a wider span of individuals. Not only do I agree with, with what you were saying, Diana, I also think that uh, through, through what's been going on uh, with COVID, you know, it's given everybody a look to say, okay, for what, what I want to accomplish, do I really need to go to that traditional brick and mortar right, right. to do the, to do this thing? Um, so with, with your situation where you're able to still instruct your classes and still and still teach, uh, you know, web-based, you're actually able to reach more people. I think mm -hmm, and you're, mm -hmm. you're able to get a wider uh, clientele base. People are looking for different things to do. Yeah, and uh, I think it's really, really focusing on uh, how far we've come technologically. Mm -hmm. uh, and to see the different avenues and to, to allow people to say, you know, like, Hey, I don't need an office space or I don't need a gym or I don't need a, whatever it is to be professional, to be, uh, outgoing, to achieve the goals I want to achieve. Uh, and we're, we're still creating uh, new, new profit margins, new, new revenues of, of income, uh, in different ways that uh, we hadn't seen in the past. So that's kind of how I see it. I, I think actually, Diana, I think the thoughts should be should have a personal Zumba class and we all dial in virtually and you lead the way. I was going to say that I was going to say I'll, I'll, I'll do it one good time. One good but time. Only, but only if it's just us. <laughs> and I'm going to I'm going to chime in with my ignorance. What what are we doing with Zumba? Like, is that, is so, that type stuff? So I do. In my Zumba class, I incorporate a lot of the hit uh, type formulas. So it's not just dancing. There's, you know, burpees incorporated in some of the songs. There's a three-minute squat song that is just fo uh, fully focused on legs and butt. Um, there's a two-minute song that focuses on cardio. So I have different workouts and different songs mm. that kind of... So <clears throat> allow that, is us that a juvenile, is that a juvenile song is that is that juvenile? so what so what i notice is that since zumba is licensed there's only certain music that you can use and play that is prescribed by zumba so 
You have to so be now, very careful about copyright infringements and using music that's not authorized. So now that I know what this can, you know, you know, is, uh, I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna retract my <laughs> statement. Um, I will not be taking part uh, in this. Come on, man. It doesn't have to be. There are songs that are. Bro. I'm, it's not every song and it's not every class. I I gauge my audience and class based on the the complexity of it. So if they want something simple where it's just dancing, then of course it'll be mainly, you know, salsa, merengue, things that people can kind of do two steps to. And if I've got another class that's like, no, we want to go to the next level, then we up it by a little bit. So we can start hey, off look. with level one with you, which is maybe a left and right step and a front and back. Two step. I need, I need, uh, I need at least, I need one quarter of the class to have incorporated some of that music, uh, just like we had seen in that last video. You know, yes, I was gonna bring that up. (laughs) You know, I need, I need some music that I can just get, get myself in the right mind because uh, do a little sea walk. (laughs) Well, what we can do is in the green room, we can, we can drop it like it's hot and you know, lean with it, rock with it. But let's just, you know can't get too crazy i'm gonna have my camera off so y'all gonna be thinking i'm working out but i'm gonna just be sitting there he's sitting on his couch drinking his juice and eating his yeah. eating his hamburger and i'm like oh, so this, sound, oh this sounds like this this not only needs to happen but it, it does need to go um it needs to be recorded it needs, <laughs> it needs, it needs to be uh televised I think it should be live. Oh my gosh! I'm not against that. Say live. I'm, I'm not, not against, against that either. I'm against that shit hard as fuck. Yeah, Demar- and Demarcus is logged in from the Dose Heathens over there as he's live. As he's live. <laughs> yeah. To me, this sounds like this sounds like we're we're uh, we're paving the way forward. We are. It sounds it sounds like it. Yeah, man. I would. This is what I'll address uh, with Vic's uh, earlier statement. Okay, yes, workouts can be virtual. That's cool. But if I were to ever actually go into a gym, I'm really there for the eye candy. <laughs> he said if I and actually I'm going to miss ever. having the eye candy if I have to be virtual. Mm, well. No, no, not always. Not? Depends on your instructor. So I actually did, I, oh, you right. Okay. <laughs> so, hey, I will tell you that I have done some, like, video workouts with the wife and these, these bitches be crazy on the damn like you know, do the exercise they be doing the shit. I'm like, God oh, damn. You got your little Billy Blanks on? Nah, I forget. I forget what I forget what chick my wife had playing, but she was she was going hard, and I was like, oh, okay. Let me step back. Let me, Let me step this juice. So you left you left the wife over there dancing no, while you, no, you posted no, up against the, I was like, you better not I, have. No, I, I hung out the whole time with her. And we literally had done like a three-mile run before. And I hung out with her for the follow-up exercise. And I was just talking shit. So I was pissing her off. I was like, this this what you be doing? This is bullshit. I was like, look at me. I ain't even tired. What are we doing right now? And she just got mad at me and told me shut up. <laughs> <laughs> not the right move. She was trying to be motivated, and you over here making it seem like it wasn't as was, hard as it was. I was motivating her. No, you were not. Pa- I was keeping her pace. I was like, "All right, your arms go up here now," and then they come. I was, I was doing the thing. No, you're a mess. But uh, a caveat to what I said earlier, I think for the virtual piece, it does work as far as uh, reaching a wide range of individuals. But brick and mortar for the kids 
is needed because they need that human interaction. So I think we we're moving in the right direction, but I know for a fact that virtual last year, um, prior to them going back to brick and mortar was absolutely horrendous for me. I'm pretty sure DBE was in the same boat. Uh, it was just not effective. So I think at, for some instances, going virtual is good, but I think for other instances, brick and mortar absolutely makes sense. So I think there's a happy medium. So I, I think when this thing first broke off and I was I was working from home, which was awesome, <clears throat> I did get into a regiment where I would do um, jump rope um, pyramids and I would do steps and, and, and all these other workouts here, which I thought was pretty good. Um, but I would literally, I think when I started off, I would start jumping rope for five minutes straight. I would rest for two minutes and I'll jump for four minutes straight and I mm -hmm. rest for two minutes and I would jump for three minutes straight all the way till I got to like, you know, 15 seconds and then zero. Um, so I, I ended up jumping rope for about 45 minutes to whatever. And it, it was pretty good. It was good when I was doing it. And then, you know, once things got back to normal, I got, I got back to normal when I wasn't doing it as much because I, I wasn't, I don't know, maybe in my mind, I didn't have the time to do it. I wasn't setting time aside, uh, but that time of being at home, working from home, like I had, like, I could just do what I want. Like I, you know, I log, I log in for an hour and then I do this. And, and so it was, it was, it felt really freeing, even though theoretically I couldn't go too many places, but it, it felt like my schedule was a lot more free and it, it made me, it, it was less stressful and allowed me to, to plan other things out. Nah, I think, but I do think the, like the virtual platform opened up a lot of doors and also showed that a lot can be accomplished. Uh, I think we spoke about this, one of our earlier talks, but there's a lot of people that uh, really rely on like physical, like meetings and things of that sort. And I think this, you know, being forced to, to be virtual or, you know, do a call in or, or whatever the case was, however the, your job took care of it when, when you couldn't physically be there. Uh, it really, it really showed that a lot can still be accomplished and, Although a lot of people probably believe that it couldn't be accomplished. I, I think that being able to work from home and, and having that concept where everything is purely virtual is, is good. Uh, because I think that there are a lot of people that think like me. They're like, okay, there's not enough time in the day. If I'm going to work from nine to five, then I have to do this. And then I come home and I have to deal with the kids and do this, this, and this. Right. Mm -hmm. But having, having the flexibility of working, you know, at your own pace, um, in your own home to still take care of the kids and do the cooking of the dinner and all the things that you would usually do later in the day, you can knock them out earlier. I think that is extremely freeing and it allows a lot of flexibility and a lot of security for some people because some people are stressed out because they have to <clears throat> go to work and pick up their kids because they're, the, the other parent either isn't there or mm -hmm. isn't able to do that. So it, it, it allows um, for a lot better management and right. a lot less stress. I think it's less. I, yeah. I, I just think it's honestly, I just feel like people don't think individuals are mature enough to actually work. I think it was like from a perspective of somebody that's a lot older. Uh, you know, we we rely on technology all the time. I mean, look at us right now. We're all on here uh, all over the fucking world, essentially. And, you know, we're dialed in and we're, you know, we're talking shit. But, you know, I feel like the older generation just doesn't, you know, and this, these types of platforms have been around for how long now, you know, and they, they look at it as, Oh, well, if he's not here, 
or she's not here or whatever your gender is, is not here. You're not working because I can't see you. I'm going to be honest with you. <clears throat> I would get my work done, but I would probably have a very small window of work and then a very large window of everything else. Yeah. I mean, uh, I'll give, I'll give you a funny example, man. So uh, when I was a couple of months ago, when I went to Georgia, uh, especially coming from out here, when, when I got there, you know, obviously you want to kind of eat some places that you haven't eaten in a while and being in Japan, you know, I, a lot of places I don't eat. Well, uh, one time we went on break and uh, the platform we were using was uh, Microsoft Teams. And I was on my phone. I was on my computer in my in my room because we were still doing our like, you know, our, our little quarantine when we got to the States. But they started the class and I transitioned to my phone to go get some some food because I was hungry. So I, w- I went to cookout and my dumbass. Uh, when I logged in through my phone, I forgot to mute my mic. And it so happened that at that very instance, um, it, all you hear is, welcome to cookout. How may we help you? And then I just hear the instructor, like, who the hell that cookout? <laughs> <laughs> like, mind your business. Mind your business, pump. And then all I all I hear is someone, someone fucking ratting me out, man. I was like, Bitch ass. I haven't even met this person yet, right? Oh, it was so-and-so. I said, so I, you know what? I manned up. I said, yeah, it's me but I'm still paying attention to your class. Hey, so Frank has a question. Frank wants to know what are our thoughts on gaining fitness certifications versus not having them and just using acquired knowledge to establish a fitness online business. Mm. So I'll take that one because in order for you to be able to be a Zoom instructor, whether you do it online or in person, it is eight hours of physical training that you have to do plus um, a test at the end. I think that if you don't have the baseline knowledge to be able to instruct or to understand uh, anaerobic versus aerobic or, you know, muscle groups versus um, stretching exercises that what you're providing is not going to be accurate. Um, there are a lot of individuals who teach, you know, classes that are not HIIT certified who could be potentially harming their students because they're teaching them improperly. So I think that you should have some type of schooling, whether it be, uh, you know, on-job training or some type of certification that kind of further validates that you've taken enough time to actually research and get the proper knowledge to be able to ensure that, you know, the people attending your class are getting an experience that's well thought out and has knowledge put behind it. Sound good. Vic, you still there? You got anything? All right, cool. He must be baking a cake. I got you. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Making some pizzas or some shit. Or chicken wings with broccoli. He No, those are plings. Hey, you know what? If if he had made them with broccoli, I wouldn't have been as offended. But But the cauliflower made it worse? Yeah, fucking cauliflower. Who the fuck eats cauliflower like that? I didn't even know. Mm-mm. Didn't know. It very apparently, it's very popular. I guess, man. I mean, I'm, I don't you, eat broccoli. You, I like if, broccoli. If you ate one, right, but without even knowing, how upset would you be, Demarcus? Let me let me tell you. Let me tell you a story, okay? And this is probably the worst story, and this is going to go to how I'm a horrible husband. I promise you. <laughs> I come home one night, and the wife cooked dinner, and she made meatloaf, and I love meatloaf. I love meatloaf. I'm excited about meatloaf, and I sit down. 
and the meatloaf is gray. I'm like, okay, this this don't seem like normal meatloaf. All right, cool. But I'm gonna eat it. So I take a a, a bite, and it just don't, it takes off. So I just pop right there. Just pull, spit it out. I said, what, what is this? It's meatloaf. I said, no, this ain't this ain't meatloaf. Tell me what this is. Oh, it's it's is is ground turkey. I'm out. I'm out. I'm hey, out. you can't I, eat the ground turkey. She could, and I've realized that you can do ground turkey meatloaf, but you gotta know how to um, season oh, that's it effectively. A bold move. You gotta yeah. know how to season it effectively to make it delicious. Turkey, you, turkey ground. Listen, turkey. what did you I've call done it? It's, it's turkey ground beef meatloaf. So I've done turkey it ground beef meatloaf. I yes, yeah, so, okay. So, so instead of using ground beef, you use ground turkey. Now I've done it multiple times for her, but again, you have to be able to manage. How many eggs you put in there? If you want to use Worcestershire sauce or soy sauce to kind of get some of that flavor, um, what mm -hmm. seasonings you want in there? Because you need to be able to hold it together. And turkey doesn't hold well together to be an effective meatloaf unless you know what you're doing. So that yeah, night, that makes it sense. was not it was not a good thing. And I literally left and I went and got a, a Big Mac. You are bold though by basically saying that she yeah, did cook that night. Yeah. I'm, I'm an honest person. Yeah. I'm an honest person, and she tells me when I suck, and I tell her when she sucked. But that night, it was not, it was okay. not amazing, and we worked through it, and we made it better. So now I make all, literally, I cook all of the the turkey uh, meatloafs now, and I think she forces me to make all 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 her salmon for her as well. Now salmon, sorry. Okay. Salmon. Yeah. I, so, yeah. <laughs> right. so I actually had an instance with my with my wife early on in our relationship. Um, I don't even think we were married. At this at this time, but she, I made breakfast for her, right? And you know, I was just being thoughtful. Made some breakfast for her one morning, and she critiqued me pretty hard about it. And literally, I really just started making breakfast for her like maybe three years ago. <laughs> he said he critiqued me pretty hard about it. It sounds like he wanted to cry, but go ahead, man. Oh, he, well, he, he, he sounds hurt. He sounds yeah. very hurt. Oh, I'll bring it up from time to time. Oh, wow. You are, it is an emotional scar for real. Like, you know, because I'm looking, I'm like, bitch, I done made this breakfast for you. And this is what you want to do to me. <laughs> so, so uh, I remember when one time she was asking, you know, we already had kids and everything at this point, And she's telling me to, uh, you know, she's like, hey, can you make some breakfast? And I was like, nope. Remember that one time? And I kept it going, man. Up until about two, three years ago. Pulled the old, man. You, you pulled the woman who you said, remember yeah, that time? Wow. You couldn't have just, just got better and then just like gave her, you know, a better product. She was giving you some what they like to call con constructive criticism. Yes. She was better off throwing the food in my face the way she critiqued. So she might as well have just lied to you then at that point. Damn, you were just like, oh, it's... You, uh, this is what the world comes I can't to. do that. You constructive here, here, criticism. Here, 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 now, here's what gets me over my mind. I love it to death, all right? Let me, let me, I'm going to keep it 100 with y'all. You know what? I'm, I'm going to tell y'all what it is. So my wife is an outstanding cook, okay? No... She does a majority of the cooking. It does not mean that I can't cook. Um, I've even picked up things from her along the way. I did uh, coming up, especially when I, you know, first moved away from the, from the nest and I was on my own. You know, I like what I like to call defensive cooking. All right, where I don't, you know, I don't got enough money to to at the time, you know, to eat out every day. So I had to make something right. 
just to to supplement my body. Um, I thought that my breakfast game was probably the better of of all the meals. Uh, well, apparently not. Okay. And I was eating the food. I mean, I was tearing this shit up while, you know, while she was critiquing me. And she didn't even eat the damn food. You know what? I don't think I'm ever let that go, man. Here's the thing, man. This is what you got to be mindful of. And I learned this. I learned this the hard way as well. When you cook for other people, mm -hmm. you are essentially cooking to their pleasure, right? To, yeah, to their palates. Yeah. Just because you like something that you think something's legit don't mean mm -hmm. that they will. Like when you go to a restaurant and you order a steak... Like they don't bring it out to you rare, especially if you want it like you know medium rare or like well done. Like mm -hmm. so, you have you're cooking something to please other people, and I realized that like a long time ago. So whenever I cook, I try to hey, what can't you eat? How do you like it? What do you want this? And I don't if they tell me it sucks, I'm not gonna be mad. I'm gonna just go back and be like, all right, well, what what do you think I should mm -hmm. change, and how can I make it better for you next time? Because I like it this way, but you don't like it mm -hmm. this way. And you, yeah. you, you didn't go in it with that mindset, bro. You was like, this is how I make these goddamn pancakes. She going to love these fucking pancakes. And she's like, these shits is trash. And you just like started, you just broke down. You dropped the plate. And you dropped the, the plate. You, you went and you cried. It's okay, though. Well, so that's a good sign, though. You know? Well, I tried. So here's the thing. So, okay. So I, I was critiqued. And obviously, I took it terribly. All right? It is what it is. Can't change anything about it now. We in, we've been in this thing for a long time. However, every time I say something about her cooking, which is rare, which which is uh, on a rare occasion, but like, you know, if something's a little saltier than normal, right? I'm like, oh, damn, girl, you're going to let your hand go a little bit. And it's like the end of the motherfucking world. I have this problem. I got to actually the complete opposite. I don't cook at all. Not my thing. Hasn't been my thing. Uh, at this point, he mm -hmm. cooks. I just eat. I can cook a little. Can whip yeah. some things up and show me some things I, to I, cook. I show so her how to show nope. how to do that, and she owe me a dollar. Yes. Yeah, she do. <laughs> oh dang, son of a. <laughs> Whatever, you'll get your stupid dollar. However, I've learned a couple of things, but that is about as far as it goes. Like, mm, I'm I. I just leave it to I leave it to him. It's all good. I don't even want to be critiqued because I already know it's burnt or I messed up the measurements or mm -hmm. the teaspoon and the tablespoon have jacked me up. So I just kitchen's not my thing. Oh, but you, okay. I, I just motivate. Hey, so real quick, just so you knew guys know, um Frank was asking a lot of questions, so I just had to shut him down a little bit. Second of all, um, Vic came on here live stream with a camera, so I ended, the, I, I ended the live, and I immediately deleted it, because I was like, mm, mm I ended the live, and I deleted it, so it won't even post. So I think only one person probably saw his face, so I'm just, that's, that's where we're at right now. Well, when I came right back in, it, it popped up, and I was like, oh, man, get rid of it. I don't care about that, though, but you already that's why I got that. That's why I got that tape on there for me. I'd be Put like, your hand in front of the little camera button. <laughs> oh, my God. They were like, what so the fuck? They were like, damn, he really do look like Dwayne He does Johnson. look like Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> hey, does that mean this whole recording is a wash? Oh, my no, goodness. Uh, stop. No, no, that's not what it means. We still have the recording, the live feed that we were posting. I just ended that and deleted that. Oh, yeah. So oh. the, the the live on Facebook is, is deleted, but we still have this, and I'll edit it later. Are you oh, going to open Jesus. the live back up, I guess? I don't know, man. You, you do you. Whatever's – I don't know how it works. I mean, I'm going to have to edit the shit out of this anyway. We dropping names left we and right. We did. We did. Dang it, I made it so far. Ugh. Literally took –
thinking and talking slow. And she said, yeah. yeah you so owe a told me. You I was like, yeah, I know. You owe a dollar now, too. I forget, I forget about you because I'm like, I'm just forgetting about you because I'm like, I'm like, DBE is in there. I'm, a, I'm sure these motherfuckers know his name is. <laughs> I already sent my dollar. You know why? Because we are past the hour mark. It, telling you at the hour, anything after that, it's, it's downhill. It is so downhill. Say, uh, what I'm hearing you say is anything past the hour, everything goes, huh? No. Here's, yeah. What? Here's, here's what I love about this, though, right? When we go over an hour, that just means that we can delay our next recording because that means I have I have one in the chamber that I can release on a Friday. Like, oh, Friday, uploaded. Got them. That's true. That's true. Well, that just means we're going to have to, what, if you're doing 45-minute segments, that means we got to go to about an hour 30, huh? We don't have to because I could, I could chop it at 30-minute segments. And so that way I have two sets and I can just with this Friday and another Friday. Mm. I ain't gonna lie though. I was a little upset today. I was at so so contrary to probably uh y'all not gonna believe what I'm not <laughs> gonna <laughs> gonna <laughs> because contrary to popular yeah. Fuck you guys. All right, it's one o'clock. Them words were not coming out. Yeah, but I, I was I was in the gym today, all right. Oh. And yeah. And this is when DeMarcus said, hey, I just put the uh, – or no, no, no. This is a couple of days ago when I was in the gym. Last, I want to say it was last Friday or Saturday. So not today. And, um, yeah, not today. Today was I was with my baby putting her down. Run, I, allegedly after yeah. this. But uh, I put allegedly. the – I ain't going to lie, man. I was in the gym, and I was like, all right, cool. Got 45 minutes of a podcast. Listen to it, and I and the podcast finished before I was done with my workout. Man, it was a little upsetting because I was actually kind of because it was the first one that you did when you ended it, uh, the Marcus for the yeah. part one, part one, part one. And I was just like, damn it! I was like, what is? First of all, I didn't even know what was going on. Because <laughs> I was in the middle of, of the middle of set, and I just said, part one, part one, part one. I was like, what the fuck is going on? I started looking around and shit. <laughs> I can't. Oh my goodness. But, but yeah, nah, so you need it long enough for a workout. I can't believe you actually working out to a podcast. I can't even. Oh, that's that's talent. Listen, I was working out to um, what is that's that? Talent. What's Sleep. What's that damn book? Sleep. Um, a book. Yeah, what? Was, a um, book like you reading? Yeah. What was the book? Uh, that's fucking, not a good workout. That's, Are you talking about the book that Frank talked about? No, hell no. Oh. Uh, I'm talking about um, <laughs> what the fuck? That's not a good workout. <laughs> God, it was one of those, it was one of those books that we did that yeah oh, fuck it was like a technology book I don't remember goddamn and you were working out to yeah like, I mean I was in my office like I had a forty pound weight and I was like doing some stuff but yeah I was technically working out oh no you oh no that's not okay right. I thought like you went to a gym and you had a nah, book and you were nah, reading while you worked out no nah, anybody going one anybody going to the gym say no I ain't gonna have a hardback book just sitting there reading you could do an audio book yeah that's what I would but. She was just like a hardback book. I owe you. I went. Yeah, I went. There, there's another. There's another. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, so uh, if if you don't mind, I have some some issues with my mic. There were a couple of things I wanted to address that we had uh, talked about just a little bit ago. Yep. Um, you had made some points about having that's a another dollar. <laughs> you had made some. We are not gonna make it. Hey, I apologize, um, Demarcus. I apologize. You made some uh, you made some comments and references to having a specific certification. 
Yeah. Um, in order to do something. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't necessarily know if you need. I don't. I don't think you need a certification. I do believe you need some education. Um, oh, I don't know. I guess I got mis- mixed feelings about it, but go ahead. That's fair. No, that's fair. Um, I think there's a general idea or a general conception of I want to learn somebody with a, I want to learn from somebody that has a certification, and mm-hmm. uh, and we put a lot of faith and a lot of backing into that certification, but. I go to the gym with people all the time and they're like, hey, what do I got to do to to increase this or to increase that? And I will tell them the things that I've done um, and I'll tell them the things that I've done along the way that have caused injuries or different things I've read or, and stuff like that. Um, so I don't know if I need a certification to help somebody in the gym. Well, I don't think well, no, you do. So- I don't think you do. From Not from that perspective. I think he was talking more mainstream than he was but like interpersonal communication wise. Well, that's what the way I, I yeah, took I'm, I'm, the question. I'm with Diana and I can't really speak too much on the gym, but yeah, I think that he was saying in the, like a broader sense of you're, you're starting a business. You are putting, you're trying to reach the masses. Right. Your technique, not just you're, you're with friends and they're asking you your opinion. You're no, like, no, okay, so, yeah, I want to take this. So even so though, like you can start a business and have no certification. No, you can 100%. Yeah. But your clientele is probably looking for that certification. Right, right. And I think that's what maybe it should have been worded that way is, you know, with that certification, it just says that you went the extra mile to really ensure like I want my students to know and understand that the things that I'm incorporating into our dance moves are in fact, you know, things to help tone or shape or do what they want. So uh, I, I'm providing a service. And no, with that I'm, service becomes, a, I guess, a background from, from my perspective. But what, what I'm saying is you could have that same education, you could have the same knowledge and not have a piece of paper with a organizational signature on it and impart that same knowledge to somebody else. I mean, I guess you could, but a lot of this, it, I think it does. you up to mitigation. No, it's just, yeah. it, and that's that's what I'm saying. Like it, 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 um, it's what people are looking for. Yeah, people people want the degree, right? So you can have the same knowledge base, you can have the same information. You may even be uh, a better instructor than someone else, right? But that that piece of paper is what people are putting faith in. So I, I think I think that if you are having a business that is again. Um, for the masses, yeah. if you do not have a certification, you need to be upfront and present that in the beginning because now it allows that person to say, hey, I may or may not be looking for a certification. If I get injured for some right. reason, I don't, I'm don't. i not going to say, well, they're not certified because this and this. Right. You knew they weren't certified because they told you they weren't certified. You still right. chose to follow this path. But most yeah. people, when they have a business that's out there to the masses, they assume that they're certified and that certificate is, is what they're holding them accountable for. You should right. know better. I shouldn't have done this stretch because you should be trained in X, Y, and Z. And right. you taught me this and now I'm injured. I'm going to sue you or whatever, whatever that looks like. Right. I think you're right, though. I can't see it from your perspective that it doesn't. The certification is not a knowledge set that says that yes, you do know what you're doing because there are individuals who do have certifications who are still lacking in the department of being able to instruct and or do whatever they do whatever it is that they're doing. 
But like DeMarcus said, I think when you're talking about a company and a business, it the certification does go, it goes a longer way than if you're just saying, hey, this is just something I'm doing on yeah, the no, I, back I, end. But I agree. I agree with, I agree with, with the, uh, the certification as a backing. And I think that's what I was saying. Like, there's a difference. The right, right. Teaching, you may not need a certification, so to speak, to know everything you know. Right, right. But the, your, uh, your target audience, your clients are definitely looking for that certification um, because that's what they're putting some of the faith in. Right. Agreed. Agreed. So, yeah. So that's like when I, um, when I go to Wendy's, right. Oh, <clears> stop. Yeah, I saw they, it They're going to have on the, on the, on the wall, they got an A class certification. They ate like they got an A grading, right? Right. They if got they an A grade. Anything, if they have anything less than an A, I might be, you know, inclined not to eat there. I have done that. I have done that. But most of the places in Japan are probably D's and F's. However, (laughs) hole-in-the-wall joints aren't bad sometimes. Hole-in-the-wall joints are probably the best. So at this point, I don't know. I guess my grading scale's out the window. If I I step on a roach stepping out of the the, the, the establishment, I may may look at my food differently. Hey, but if if you already ate it, you know, you're not not stressed about that. yeah, like I said, if I, if I see the roach after I ate it, I can't be stressed out about it. But if I see the roach before I eat it, okay, wait, let me slow down now. You know, know. yeah, you might want to check your order of fries and make sure they all crispy uh, and potato. But go. sometimes those little hole in the walls have such good food. Always. That's fine, Always. but do they wash their hands? No. You know, the, the, the even better ones is the ones that still let you smoke inside. Oh, hell. <laughs> <laughs> do, do you smoke? No. What are you talking about that? Jesus. So there's a ramen spot here. That's mom and pop spot for real. There's a ramen. There is a ramen restaurant here that we have we went to. The probably hands down one of the best ramen spots here. And they allow you to still smoke inside. So some of the uh, Japanese workers showed up at, you know, after five o'clock and they came in and started lighting up the cigarettes. And I was just like, the steak is so good. Do we leave or do we finish I just see them the steak and ramen? And just putting, <laughs> so their, was, putting their, uh, their, their cigarette out in somebody's soup. <laughs> Probably. But it was such good food. It was just so good. But we haven't been back since, uh, you know, but what again. How is it? I want to try this steak. I'll, I'll I'll drop the pen for it. The steak was uh, phenomenal, right. very good. Cool. And my husband's a connoisseur of of steak, so at this point, I trust his judgment. All right, cool. Oh man, well, I think we did pretty well for you know not having topics. <laughs> <laughs> did you see this as a failure? <laughs> no, I'm just saying. I, I felt like, this, this I felt like you were going the wrong way. Hey, I do, oh, I do have a question, Demarcus. When you woke up, right, and you looked at your phone, you're like, "Oh shit, this is actually happening." I'm pissed. <laughs> I'm pissed. Because, I, like I told, like I told Vic, I wasn't all the way asleep. Um, so I was laying there, and yeah. I heard my phone vibrate, and so I look over, and because I had already talked to you guys, and you were like, "Oh, it's a wash." I was like, "Okay, we'll take this L. I'm cool, right?" Uh, and I look at my phone, y'all like, so we doing this? We got five minutes. I'm like, these motherfuckers, these motherfuckers. And then the dog starts barking at me because he needs to go outside. So I try to go outside and take him outside because he's blind. Like I explained to, to, to Diana, he's blind. So I had to walk him downstairs and outside. And mm-hmm. then Diana texts me. She's like, I ain't got the link. So we doing it. I'm like, fuck these guys. And I'm like, <laughs> and I, like, I got a piss. So I go take a piss and then I get everything ready. And then you like, oh, oh. 
Oh no, Vic's like oh about eight eight to twelve minutes. So I get in, Vic's the first person in, then we got Diana in, and then we're all sitting here bullshit, and we're like, well, where the fuck is Ago? And I guess in my rush, I had you know messed up the link to send it to you, and so you ain't get it. So I had to double back and send it. But I was yeah, I was like, fuck these guys, and it's like it's early as fuck right now. Man, fuck you, man. It's one twelve in the morning right now. Okay. I know, right? Yeah. You better quit. Yeah, yeah. you better go somewhere. Like, I don't want to hear you. Listen, yeah. y'all are dedicated, and that's all that matter. Dedicated. Hey, at least you know you got two dedicated folks here. I know. Jesus Christ. It's three, y'all. Well, I mean. He's not time. outside the time zone. Yeah, he's up. He said he was up at 420 this morning talking about yeah. 425 <laughs> saying his body saying he need to get up and get moving. Listen, I don't know what that. Okay. You I, I, I commend you because 425 that is oh, nope. Mm-mm. Not unless I'm going to the little mini fridge to get some snacks. Oh, I had some yeah. popcorn. Selling drugs. <laughs> and then I gotta fucking edit the shit out of this. God damn it. Tabar, cause you gotta call it. You got to call it. I had my stuff on mute. <laughs> I know I unmuted you. I thought you got like you lost your shit again, and then I unmuted it and I went you know, you making drug deals. Nah, I was on, I'm on hey. the phone, man. <laughs> Hey, the admin, the admin of this this whole group, then the messed it up. By- <laughs> yeah, man. Look, look, this is the, the only thing that I ever hope for. Like the only thing I ever hope for after we record is that is a smooth recording that I don't have to make no edits on. It's never that way. It's never that way. You messed that up yourself, though. You unmuted somebody who was muted. <laughs> Wait, that's it. <laughs> I think you gotta cut <laughs> any further. We go high. This is ew, goodness gracious. Yeah, and then and then Ago he tells him he tells him we lost you again in the text message. That's what I thought, so I unmuted him. <laughs> Oops. Right, uh, oh, I guess we will. Um, we'll give it a couple minutes so he can jump back in, so we can do the sign off. But uh, oh Jesus, that's Ooh, it. Man. That was enough. That was hey. enough. He said we lost you. So yeah. really, DBE done sat here and instigated a whole. I didn't, I, I didn't see. I didn't see his message till just now. Oh, I was this, like, this goodness. whole recording has just been crazy. DBE accusing people of being on steroids. <laughs> Vic confirming that steroids are bad. <laughs> Selling steroids in the in the background. I mean, so I was some internet, man, because you close to Mexico, you close to Mexico, so you probably getting like horse tranquilizer type shit. Good old Mexico, good old Mexico. Yeah. This is the Marcus Black signing out. This is Diana Dirt Tree. Till next time, guys. Hey, everybody, I, I appreciate y'all time. This is Vic Demona. and this is DB. Peace.